This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Live from the story River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Two tool bags and a socket wrench will be right back. Oh no, it looks like someone's on their high horse again. It's another episode of I Call Bullshit. Bullshit. Alright, two douchebags. And a microphone. Mark. Topher. Alright, we're still here at the city market. It's still raining. It's still thundering. And it's um, chilly, but a beautiful day. Yeah. I I mean, I'm I'm enjoying this quite a bit, even though I am chilly. I'm stupid. I wore shorts and a t-shirt. But... (laughs) I'm still enjoying it, and it's still yeah. fun. So, um, you know Tyreek Hill? Cheetah. The cheetah. Well, he's mouthing off again. Uh, again? Yeah. Oh, my. Yep, I call bullshit on him, too. About time. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay, anyhow, uh, Tyreek Hill, I call bullshit on him, and here's why. You know, wide receivers in the NFL have always been particularly insane, right? Yeah. Can we agree with that? Pretty much, yeah. yeah Michael Wide Lillen, outs are I, I, Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco is a great one. <laughs> Terrell Owens. Yeah. Antonio Brown. The Dallas Cowboys had that one that used to go and expose himself to little girls. Oh, who was that? Fuck. Um, no, but, no, 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 no. No, this was back in the 60s. Okay, so uh, anyhow, the list goes on and on about the nutty uh, whiteouts. Uh, lately, Tariq uh, seems to be lashing out even more than usual. The allegedly joking feud between him and Chris Jones. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Tariq must have came up to KC for some reason just before tweeting uh, the eating insult towards Chris Jones. And did you hear about the eating insult? Something to do with a... On a Looked like a, a, an orangutan that was or it, something yeah. like that, or some sort of a, a of an animal like that, sitting by the side of a river eating, and he had a large belly, mm-hmm. and said, if I eat one more, I'm going to pop. And then yeah. he tagged Chris Jones in. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's disrespectful, that's isn't it? That's really disrespectful. Wow. Now, he claims that they're just having a little, they're just gibbering, that they're good friends, they're just all in good humor. Mm. I don't know about that. (laughs) Chris Jones replied, the only peace sign you're putting up is the one way on your ass back to the bus. Yeah. Isn't that? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, um, I'm thinking a little bit more of this buyer's remorse. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, Tariq must came by for some reason, you know, tweeting the insult towards Chris Jones. He said something like, KC, you look different. Was just this a play on Mahomes' uh, dad after the Super Bowl win? Pat Sr. was telling his son that he's different. He, he looked uh, looked to me like uh, Patrick's father was giving him the utmost highest compliment, like, you know, you got the heart of stone now. You're a winner. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to perennial winner. Yeah. That's what he's saying by you're different. He was giving him a compliment. Now, all of a sudden. So Hill is making fun of it. Oh, you're you know, all different now, aren't you? Yeah, Tyreek uh, oh. then tweets, KC, you look different. I'm calling bullshit on Tyreek and the supposed friendly fire towards Chiefs, uh, Chris Jones, and the Chiefs in general. Yeah. Tyreek uh, stepped on his dick and is lashing out like a six-year-old. End of story. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think he was trying to make fun of his dad's uh, little speech without saying it. Mm. And I think the Chiefs probably know this, too. Yeah. Um, I think it was just a poor taste. Mm. And I think that he has a bitter taste in his mouth. And that's where the retirement talk came from. He said after this contract he's going to retire. Yeah. He's trying to save face. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, my God, I gave up a couple of million guaranteed. Um, a chance for a few more rings. Yeah, you know, I am not. I may not ever get another ring now because I stepped on my dick so bad. Mm. So now he's got to uh, um, justify it yeah. and clean it up. And he's got to pretend like everything's going according to his plan. Yeah, he said, yeah, I was planning on retiring after this contract, and I need to get as much money as I could. He probably realizes that after this contract, no one's going to sign him for anything near that money. So he's one injury away from being a very below average receiver Yeah, because of his height. And, and next next he's going to start pimping himself for the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't think so. No, I don't either. So, <laughs> you know, Tyreek, look, man, you might as well just shut your mouth and play as hard as you can. Try to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, and that's it, you know. He's like the little kid that doesn't want to eat his dinner so he says I'm going to hold my breath and refuse to eat until you you make me a hot dog and the mm-hmm. parents are like the parents being the Kansas City Chiefs are like okay fine we don't care yeah, yeah like, uh, and now he's now he's like yourself out kid yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's pretending like everything's working out perfectly the way he planned it uh-huh. when he's in bed with no no dinner yeah. and a headache from holding his breath do it <laughs> <laughs> um, on another NFL note this just reminded me of this for some strange reason you see where Carson Palmer, former Cincinnati Bengals, says that Joe Burrow is the best quarterback? Oh, God. Why are people even trying? He's uh, The only thing I can think is he's trying to kiss ass with the Cincinnati fan base and organization so he can get a job with them. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Or stay relevant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, if he just says, yeah, Mahomes the best. Okay. All right. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Carson. Yeah. Appreciate it. But he goes to Cincinnati and says, look how I'm willing to suck your dick. Hire me. Yeah. That's basically yeah. what he's doing. Uh, I mean, you know, it is just not even close. Walked in on close. his knees with his mouth open. Yeah, it's not even close on every fucking I level. It, it's just, it's insane. And also, the talent that Burrow had around him, according to the talent that Mahomes had around him, mm-hmm. look at that. Mahomes still made it work and still yep. out, outdid him by about 1,000 yards, yep. outdid him by about 15 touchdowns, outdid him by quite a few yards on the ground, outdid him by a Super Bowl, outdid him by yep. everything. And the Bengals' defense has been more consistent than the Chiefs' defense, mm-hmm. yet the Chiefs still won. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Carson yeah. Palmer, 
you're ruining your legacy by saying stupid shit. So I suggest just shut up and sit down. Yeah, he's probably somebody convinced him that, you know, legacy doesn't pay the bills or send your kids to college. So, you know, screw legacy. Go make that money. Yeah. You know, do and say what you got to do to bring the dollars in and then laugh while you're spending them 10 years from now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I cannot respect that at all. I've always thought that Carson Palmer seemed like a pretty decent guy, and I think he is, but I think he really needs to evaluate what he's saying here lately because he's really not coming off very well at all. I mean, think think about Deion Sanders mm-hmm. doing those Affleck commercials and looking like a total freaking idiot. You cannot unsee those. I no. mean, I'm sorry. I mean, but he doesn't care because he's getting paid. Exactly. Carson Palmer. You haven't heard a lot from him yeah. at all, so I bet you anything he's yeah. trying to get paid. Yeah. Anybody who makes fun of Deion Sanders for acting like an idiot in those Affleck commercials, all he's got to do is show him his bank account and say, "Look." Oh, yeah. They paid me for it. I'll act like a fucking weirdo if you pay me oh, for I it. I guarantee you, he's probably already done that a few times. Like, yeah. go ahead. Look at all the thing act, things actors will pretend to do and pretend to be if you pay them to. Oh, they'll pretend to be pedophiles? Yeah. They'll pretend to be... Uh, An actor will pretend to rape a nun if you pay him to. <laughs> and he'll yeah. do it on camera. <laughs> well, what a good point. <laughs> what a good point. Yeah. We, should be, we shouldn't be trusting actors. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I would agree. Uh, Anyhow, let's see. uh, um, I have some more alternative swear words. Oh, I love those. Me too. Um, These, I'm going to start off with body parts that you can call people, then it goes into other things. Mm, Okay. All right. The first one, armpit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't want to be called that. You fucking armpit. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yeah, there's not a lot of not a lot of good that comes from an armpit. No, no, mm. no. You think sweaty, you think hairy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, cavernous. Uh, I don't know. Furry and yeah. stinky and wet. Underneath, uh, fold. Ugh, all yeah. the things you don't want to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, the next one, stretch mark. Oh yeah. Wow. Stretch marks messed up. Yeah. <laughs> you stretch mark. <laughs> why 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 in god's name <laughs> next one fat lip oh interesting yeah yeah so you're not calling them fat you're just saying you're a fat lip yeah, yeah. which is uh, if you've ever had a fat lip that is really it inconvenient sucks. oh, oh yeah, like boom, 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 boom. yeah yeah you sound like uh you can't Tart. talk Try to drink out of a soda can with a fat lip. Yeah, oh, yeah. All over your shirt. All over yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I would not want to be a fat lip. <laughs> nope, me neither. Next one. Swollen ankle. Oh, that's irritating. Yeah, yeah. That's like, man, can't hardly fucking walk, man. My ankle's swollen. <laughs> Worst thing is, I don't even know why. It just fucking hurts. <laughs> there you are, gimping around. <laughs> Here, swollen ankle. <laughs> Look at me dragging this appendage. Ah! <laughs> you're not even as dramatic as like a broken leg. You're no, just, you're just a just swollen a ankle. Swollen it can't ankle. really even be proved unless you take off your sock and go, Look, see? Look at this one next yep. to this one. Then soft go, tissue injury. Yeah, they're like, Yep, yep, you got soft tissue injury. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, then the next one wrinkle cream. Mmm. 
Yeah. It'd be one thing to say you need wrinkle cream, but just call them wrinkle yeah, cream. Yeah, you're the stuff that they put on wrinkles. <laughs> you're not even the wrinkle itself. You're the stuff that they put on wrinkles. Wow. That's a step down. Yeah, it's a step down. This next one I love. <laughs> Denture slip. <laughs> that old whistle. Yep. Uh, man, there's there's some Roy Orbison tunes like this, on Roy Orbison's last album. Mm-hmm. You can hear a lot of denture slippage when he's singing. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it's it's it's. That's I'm sad. Su- yeah, I'm surprised they didn't try to clean that up. But man, you can hear his denture sliding. They might have been running out of time, and they knew it. They're like, just yeah. uh, just leave it in there. Yeah, or maybe so. that's the best they could get it. I don't could know. Be, could be. Yeah. You think they could like I don't know, maybe music it out somehow, but mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe not. Next one, Lice, uh, cream corn. <laughs> I've never liked cream corn. Nobody does. I mean, it just looks like vomit. Cream corn is a fallacy. <laughs> yeah. It was put on this earth just to make people... It's kind of like kale. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, it's not really... There's no cream in it. It's just been mushified. Mushified, yeah. yeah. With a little bit of flour, I think, yeah. right? Don't they throw flour? They mush it and flour it up. There's or something? something that gives it that that texture that slime maybe it's cornstarch or something oh that could know. be corn is full of cornstarch yeah something but yeah I don't respect cream corn at all because no. it's not even corn really yeah. I mean it's like a corn food yeah kind of like a cheese uh, the not real American cheese it's, it's called cheese, cheese food, food. Yeah. yes processed cheese food <laughs> yeah it's not even real cheese it's just <laughs> processed cheese food yeah so they took all the shit off the fucking floor scraped it up <laughs> It threw some glue and some flavoring in it, and that's it. It kind of looks like it and kind of smells like it, so we'll call oh, it that. Oh, it's, it, it tastes horrible. I don't know why anyone would want that garbage on anything they're eating. I don't know. Next one, Lysol spray. Oh, yeah. Lysol. Yeah. It, it, when you look at the name Lysol, the sol was like a solvent. Mm-hmm. And the L Y S for lie, L- listeria. Listeria. It was. It was. Okay. It was. Uh, it came out during uh, a time of listeria outbreak. There was an ice cream company here recently in Casey area that put out ice cream that had listeria in it, mm-hmm. and then they they had to shut down, clean everything, and then they came back and right away they had listeria again. And they shut down for like months and months and came back again, listeria again. So then they're, they're just gone. Wow, now, I didn't even know that was the reason they called it that. Yeah, it was for listeria and as a solvent. And Lysol promoted their product to be used as a vaginal spray. Didn't know that either. They, yeah, they, they, they recommended women to spray the Lysol directly up their vagina. Oh. To deodorize and clean. That shit used to have formaldehyde in it. <laughs> I wonder how many, wonder how many women causer. actually did that. Yeah, oh. formaldehyde. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Nasty stuff. Mm. <laughs> so calling them Lysol spray is a little worse than you thought. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's something else there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next one I love. This is kind of going into music now. Mm-hmm. Lesser known member of Jackson 5. <laughs> you imagine yelling that out at somebody oh yeah well you're you're a lesser known member of Jackson 5 that's like being Ozzy Osbourne's harmonica tech because yeah. Ozzy doesn't play he harmonica, play harmonica. <laughs> 
hey, we could probably get backstage by saying we're uh, Rob Zombie's harmonica tech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to go tune his E-flat harmonica. <laughs> I am uh, I am Jack Palance's scalpel uh, um, sharpener. <laughs> I think he's dead, though. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, right. they probably wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. Thompson Twins' younger brother. <laughs> What's more irrelevant than the Thompson Twins? Yeah, their, their younger little brother. brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wasn't even twin. No, he's just like, younger brother. He wasn't one of the twins. He's just like, hey, guys, get out of here. <laughs> Hit him like, in the nuts. Uh, you remember that... Uh, that puppet that had a TV show, Howdy Doody. Uh-huh. He had an older sister named Heavy Duty, but she was so overweight they never put her on. <laughs> she kept breaking the couch. <laughs> oh, I'm just entertaining myself way too much. I thought that's great. The next one, this one I love a lot too. Okay. Jiffy Lube. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> those guys are such rip-offs. Oh, I know. You're not even Valvoline. Yeah. <laughs> You're Jeffy Lube. Uh, I caught them once. They, they they came in with the air filter in my car and said, look how dirty your air filter is. You want us to change that? And I said, uh, that's not my air filter because I changed mine yesterday. <laughs> no shit. And he turned around and rumped his ass right back out there and never said another word. What a fucking... Oh. Yeah. They keep a stock of dirty air filters, and they find one that's the approximate size and shape of the one you have, just in case you know what it looks like. And they'll say, look how dirty your air filter is. And then they'll go take out your perfectly good one and charge you 50 bucks to put it in. And one. they probably reused the one that they took out, because it was probably. probably pretty new, too. Yeah, they probably put it in the car of the next person. What a fucking scam. Yeah, that was the last time I ever went to Jiffy Lube. I don't ever go there anymore because no. they were too many people I knew, mm-hmm. personally knew, not yeah. just I heard about, personally knew. They left there and they forgot to put oil in their engine. And yes, yeah. Jiffy Lube did pay for it, but it took months. Yeah, my uh, my mom went to a Jiffy Lube one time and they forgot to put the drain plug back in the oil tank. Well, that's the other thing too. The drain so they plug put the new oil in and it just ran right out. She drove down, drove down the road and her engine started going crazy and all the lights came on and black smoke was going everywhere and she shut her engine off and luckily she didn't hurt her engine. But uh, she was mad as a hornet. And oh, Jeffy yeah. Lou's like, well, no harm. We'll just come and, and you know put the plug in and give you new oil and you'll be good to go. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> You're not going to make this right? <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. No use for Jiffy Lube. No, not at all. They suck. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember Boob and Lube? That was, uh, it, I think they were in Chicago. I don't know that they got anywhere else, but it was topless auto, uh, topless oil change. So you go in and women with no shirts on would change your oil. When was this? Um, about the time that all these quick oil change places first started popping up everywhere. 80s. 80s, yeah. Chicago had boob and lube. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, I would have went there. Huh? I would have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Heck when yeah. I was single, I would have gone there. Heck yeah, me too. <laughs> well, yeah, not now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never know, they may be listening to our podcast. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I, no, I wouldn't either. You know, imagine that, the upcharge you get on everything on that. Shit. You know, I think... On the one hand, staring at some girl with her shirt off would make me, you know, feel like a creep because I'm married. 
but on the yes. other hand, she would probably feel like I was a creep because here I'm this old man staring at this young yeah. girl's boots. Yeah, you're you fucking, you're so eye banging her. Just, just like, oh my god, look at this old yeah. guy eye banging me. There's, Ugh. there's just no winning there. But no, I've always been, I agree. I've always been attracted to age-appropriate women. Me too. I mean, when I was 15, I thought 15-year-olds were hot. Yeah, when I was 30, here. I thought 30-year-olds were hot. Now I'm in my 60s. I think women in their 60s are hot. <laughs> I'm the same way too. And plus, I mean, not only that, but the creep factor, I never want to be. Yeah. I never wish to be the creepy old man. Because yeah. I remember we used to have creepy old man come and hang out at our parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. They tried to hit on the chicks. And it's just such a fucking ugh. And we've, we've seen it over and over on TV shows. The older man with the ridiculously younger girlfriend and how yeah. pathetic he looks. Yes, that's the other thing, yeah. too. Never want to be that guy. Yeah, that you, I'd rather be alone than the guy out there with a woman knows, 40 years younger than me. Everyone knows that like she's not with you because she like thinks you're hot. Or no. Maybe you got even money. loves you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's because of money. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, anyhow, the next one. Marty, uh, Marty Feldman's hat. Oh, wow. Remember, he didn't wear it all the time, but he did wear it. He did have that weird little hat, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not even Marty Feldman. You're Here's his hat. hat. Yeah, yeah you're not even hat. his eyeball. You're yeah, his hat. and not even everyone remembers his hat. That's what's worse. <laughs> yeah. People have to go look through image, Google images and go, oh, there it is, right there. See that little goofy-looking little... I wonder how many of these are going to show up on your uh, new contemporary urban dictionary of America list. I don't They're know. probably going to come steal these from us and say, hey, <laughs> we came up with this. this. Um, let's see, what's today, the 9th or 10th? Today's the 10th. Mm-hmm. Earmark this. So probably two days, 10th three. 10th of April, most. 2023. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, beet juice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, pretty inconvenient stuff. Yeah, and you're not even beets. You're the juice. Yeah, you stain. You're like fake blood. Yeah, it's like yeah. no thank you, no beet yeah, juice that's, here. That's pretty pointless stuff. Yeah. The next one, moped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, there's there's never really been a time when mopeds were cool. No, never. No. Even Vespas. A lot of people were like really into Vespas. Even those weren't cool. I no. mean, they were cooler than a moped, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the last one. Kale rinse water. <laughs> that's the worst. Wow. The that's worst. That's pretty awful. Oh, take an ass bag thing like kale, and then you take just the shit that rinses it. Uh, oh. God. I hope yeah. no one ever makes kale tea. That would just be awful. Oh, my God. Oh. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So, anyhow, those are my alternate swear words. For this edition. All right. Two douchebags. And a microphone. Mark. Topher. All right. Well, um, I guess these um, new um, robot waiters are kind of a thing now. They're, they, mm-hmm. There's not so many of them around here, but in a lot of bigger urban areas, they do have quite a few of them, especially yep. overseas. Japan does and uh, yeah. uh, China. So it, It's a good way to... To work around temporary staff shortages, and you know, it, it, when you uh, when you hire a robot waiter, you never yeah. have to replace him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's never going to quit. Never going to ask for a time off. Never going to want to raise. Yeah, 
I mean, I get it. And also, you know what? I wouldn't mind a robot waiter either. No. I mean, you don't have to talk to them or nothing if you don't want to. So you want to have a quiet <laughs> evening. You don't really feel like, yeah. you know, you just go, yeah, I'll take the uh, uh, I'll take the fresh salad and I will take a Reuben and fries. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will be back. Okay, all right, yeah. thanks. And there's been times when the server has arrived with her finger stuck in my food. Yes, I've had that too, and yeah. it drives me nuts. And I'm usually too nice to say something. I just take a little portion and throw it aside. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, me too. Yeah. I agree. And also, they just breathe, and they talk while they have their food mm -hmm. in your hand. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I kind of like that idea a lot better. Yeah. So, and also, no tip. You wouldn't think. You wouldn't think. Well, some yeah. idiots do. We some already went into tip, this. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you, it if it's a robot too. server. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, you may, have, you may have already seen them in restaurants, waste time machines that greet guests, lead them to tables, deliver food and drinks, and uh, get the dirty dishes back to the kitchen. Uh, some have cat-like faces, even purr when you scratch their heads. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know this. The only <laughs> ones I saw were the little triang uh, rectangular-looking yeah. little fuckers. Uh -huh. with a, uh, yeah. Yeah, they almost look like, uh, what's his name, off Lost in Space, kind of, almost, mm -hmm. but uh, without the head, though. Yeah. You know, they're like little one-compartment little jobbies. Mm -hmm. So, but, but are robot waiters the future? It's a question the restaurant industry is increasingly trying to answer. Many think robot waiters are the solution to the industry's labor shortages. Sales of them have been growing rapidly in recent years. Mm-hmm. With tens of thousands now uh, gliding through dining rooms worldwide. But that's worldwide. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, New York, there's probably quite a few of them. The mm -hmm. West Coast, there's probably quite a few of them. Chicago, there's probably a few. But generally, like Kansas City, there might be a couple here, but that's it. I mean, there's not yeah. really... I think it would show up first in areas where there's a chronic shortage of staff. Yes. And... Around here, I think we do much better than the national yeah. average on help. Yeah. And the uh, the overall cost of living here isn't as high as in some places, so mm -hmm. the the startup cost of a robot wait staff would be pretty high. Yeah. So they'd have to really commit they in would. order to spend the money on that. But you know, in a in a higher cost market like Chicago or New York, then you make your money back a lot faster. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that this is where the world is going, said Dennis Reynolds, dean at Hilton College of Global Hospitality Leadership at the University of Houston. The school's uh, restaurant began using a robot in December, and Reynolds said it has uh, eased the workload for human staff and made service more efficient. Interesting. Yeah. Hill's a... Uh, uh, a, a restaurant chain named Healy, well, it isn't a chain, but okay, introduced a robot server named Rita in 2020 and, uh, and expanded uh, the test of, to 61 U.S. restaurants before abruptly halted in late August. Ah, uh, something happened. Yeah. The something the went seriously wrong and they decided to shut it down and cover it up. Yeah. Yep. The chain found that Rita moved too slowly and got in the way of human servers. And 58% of guest surveys said Rita didn't improve their overall experience. Well, yeah, that's the point. If it's yeah. if the customers don't like it, then there's no reason to do it. Yep. Hi to you have to make them like it or, yeah. Held the Leia, I think is how they pronounce it, a hot pot chain in China, 
began using robots a year ago to deliver food to diners' tables. But managers at several outlets said the robots haven't proved as reliable or cost-effective as human servers. Wow. This took a twist. I didn't think it was going to. No. Uh -uh. Wang Long. Insert joke there. Wang Long. Wang Long. The manager of Beijing Outlet said his two robots both have uh, broken down. We only use them now and then, Wang said. It's sort of a concept thing, and the machine can never replace humans. So, okay, I could see this now. I think what it is is uh, gimmicks. Yeah. They're, they're just kind of like, hey, we got a robot server here. You want to come see Rosie? Yeah, I, I, I think the technology is not proven yet and they're not reliable yet so the people doing it now are doing it as a gimmick to attract yeah, people go hey yeah. let's go to that new place that has those robots running around yeah yeah i bet you yeah. people insult them and say names to them and stuff and people probably did. did the same thing back when vending machines were first introduced and said hey they got one of those machines where you put money in and it just gives you the food let's go try it <laughs> yeah and like it there. used to be you'd go and you know, a person would do that for you, but now vending machines are everywhere, and oh, people God. would rather have a vending machine. You've been in an airport lately? Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Shit, that's all it is. Yeah. Those Stick your credit markets. card in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eventually, uh, the, uh, let's see, they expect a, a certain, I'm going to paraphrase a lot of this here, because it goes into some stuff we really don't care about. Percentage of restaurants, maybe 30% will continue to have human services and be considered more luxurious, while the rest will still more uh, rely more on uh, robots in the kitchen and in the dining room. Now, in the kitchen's different. Yeah. If a robot can cook your food the way it needs to be cooked, I'm all for that. Yeah, I think there's, there is a lot more automation in the kitchen than we realize because we don't get to see it. Well, I mean, just on the surface where you go through a McDonald's drive-thru mm -hmm. and you see the soda machine over there fucking burping out sodas. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I mean, all the person has to do is just put a lid and, and the straw's already in the bag. Yeah. And they're like, there, okay, here's your uh, here's your three Dr. Peppers and Coke. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... It, it, it's kind of like valet parking is in the upper end restaurants everybody else just parks their own car yeah, that's right i yeah. think the robot servers would be the same way yeah i think it's more of a status yeah uh, <laughs> okay so anyhow uh most pe this article goes on to say that most people do not like the robotic servers huh. and and the people that work with them don't like them because they simply get in the way yeah so yeah, I can see a lot of people, they, they like to converse with the waiter or waitress. Yeah. You know, what's good? What do you recommend? What's in this? Well, the robotic is probably more designed for people who pretty much know what they want. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the type of restaurant, like a busy noonday restaurant where workers come in to grab a lunch and they all know what they want, that's a good place for a robotic server. I would agree. But if yeah. you're having a romantic dinner out and you're not sure what you want to eat, and there's this robot standing there saying, what do you want? Yeah. Well, how's the steak tonight? The steak is cooked to 165 degrees. What do you want? You know, it's like, yeah, this isn't so good as having a yeah, an actual yeah, member of the staff. And you know what? And also going, hey, uh, what do you think of the Parmesan here? Mm-hmm. Oh, I really love that. But to tell you the truth, I really like this much better, mm -hmm. you know. And it's like, oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. yeah. 
Whereas a robot, you know for sure any response like that has been programmed to try to sell you whatever they're trying to Try push. the cheesesteak here. It is the best in the world. And we have 300 million in our warehouse, so we have to sell a we bunch of We have to sell them, but I'm not supposed <laughs> yeah. to tell you that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think people look at a robotic server and whatever it says with more suspicion. Oh, I would. If it's a real person, you're like, you're looking at them in the eyes, and you're just looking at their body language. You're like, mm -hmm. okay, I think this guy's on the level about this hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can would, see that I, making yeah. a difference. Yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Totally agree. Wow. The rain has stopped temporarily. It has. Hey, look. I think we found land. Oh, my God. I think we're safe. Oh, no. It's the island of horrible jokes. <laughs> You can call a sleeping dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> From the makers of Who Bit My Asshole Board Game and Balloon Art with Ball Sacks video series, it's two douchebags and a microphone action figures. Act now and get a free bag of flaming hot Cheetos, a bottle of antibiotics, and three free mullets. That's right, dress your douchebag up and send them off to horrible scenarios all day long. Order soon and get a free at-home tape piercing kit. That's, That's right, free home tape piercing kit, new from Chisbro. Did you hear about the uh, creepy dolls that uh, keep appearing on Texas beaches? No. Dolls? Like like blow-up dolls? Like life-size? One of them was. The first one was a blow-up doll. Ooh, okay. But there are others. Yeah, there's a lot of others. Um, anyhow, uh, So this uh, was like not all at the same time? It just no, had... no, no. This is over time. They're still appearing. Oh, creepier. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Well, there's a... You know, they're, they're shale, sea creatures, assorted creatures. You know, they wash up on the sandy shores of these uh, Texas coastal mm -hmm. uh, uh, beach every day. You know, about 30 miles northeast of Corpus Christi. Researchers okay, yeah. at Mission, I think it's uh, Arkansas, I think it's, no, Arnas. Sorry about this. This is printed out. I've run out of ink. And anyway. <laughs> Researchers at Mission Arnos Reserve uh, find all these uh, things, you know, in these dolls. Lots and lots of the dolls start just started showing up on this beach, you know. Hmm. They're missing their hair and limbs, and, uh, and they're encrusting in barnacles, so it makes them look really creepy. Yeah. You know, the dolls have been appearing on this Texan <clears throat> barrier island for years. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's not like a container went overboard and they're going to wash up for a week or two and then go away. No, no. Uh, anyhow, okay. Jace Tunnell, the director of the mission of Ar Arnosis Reserve at the University of Texas Marine Science Institute, told uh, Southern Living, which where this uh, article came from, that the dolls seem particularly drawn to the uh, area between Padre Island and Martagola Island. Mm. Padre Island's where... People used to go for spring break. Yeah, I think they still do, but yeah. it's not as popular as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, researchers say that the 40-mile stretch and coast twice a week looking for sea turtles, marine mammals, and endangered bird species. So, you know, they're looking for birds, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, sea lions, sea turtles, what have you. So, anyhow, he describes the creepy dolls and other debris as they, you know, as a, it's just a perk of the job, you know. Yeah. They're sitting there looking for, you know, these species, and then they find these crazy-looking dolls. Uh. And the reason these dolls look crazy is because they've been manipulated by the sea, and they have barnacles on them, yeah. you know. 
it, uh, you know, every day is something new, and, and you know, instead you just find everything that you possibly could in these dolls. I mean, I wish I could show these pictures on here, these dolls, because they are very creepy looking. There's something they, someone could probably pretty easily find just with a quick Google search. Just type in creepy dolls washing up on Texas coast. You'll probably find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, he, he thinks that they're coming from Mexico. Hmm. And they get, um, you know, a hurricane hits there, and these are like a child's dolls. Oh, they get swept in. And he said they carry very well. Coastal and the current dwellings. will take them from that particular area in Mexico that gets hit by hurricanes often, and it carries them to that specific place in Texas. Yeah, yeah. They can track the the currents and find out where something came yeah, and from. Think about a doll. A doll would float and it's really light, so it could go probably anywhere. Yeah. To me, the bigger mystery is uh, um, I told you about Ocean Manor before, you know, and that's where me and Val used to go. We're not going to go there anymore mm -hmm. because it's really become like just real shady, but this is where Dennis Rodman hung out all the time. Oh, and, wow. And he'd be in a fucking idiot. And anyhow, Ocean Manor one of the reasons that they got really popular was uh, they had a, a giant cross show up there. Real heavy cross. Oh, wow. Yeah, just show up there on the beach. And they call it their holy gift on the beach. I have a lot of pictures of it because we stayed in Ocean Manor a lot of times. Yeah. Well, at first they thought that this came from this church in Puerto Rico. And, uh, and uh, during a hurricane, they thought it was it. Then they sent the church pictures of it asking if I wanted it back it did not come from that church nobody knows where it came from but it's an extremely heavy cross and where it landed is where it stays and they put a shrine around it it's really neat wow. to me that's more of a mystery than the dolls yeah so that still would freak you out to walk up on one of those creepy looking dolls <laughs> oh yeah oh god yeah yeah I mean as a matter of fact I mean, would you even take it home no yeah. I was I was starting to wonder maybe some of those dolls were packed full of contraband, but that seems like a pretty inefficient way to move it. Why would just a few dolls get washed overboard? I think if someone's going to try to smuggle something into the country in dolls, that they would be in a truck and not just. Yeah, you know what? I never thought about that, like being full of cocaine or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't make sense why they'd be in the ocean washing up at random well, that, times. That, that marine biologist, I think, probably hit it on that. <clears throat> it goes over there, and, you know, a hurricane goes over there and destroys houses. Yeah. And, you know, it takes, like, these light things, like dolls, tosses them in the air. Yeah. They end up in the ocean, and then the currents bring them to that part of Texas because wherever there um, is... Um, Evidently, it's a place in Texas or in Mexico that gets that's very prone to hurricanes. Yeah, you know, it's like one of the hurricane tracks. It's kind of like Lake Charles, Indiana, uh, uh, Louisiana. Yeah, you know, that gets hit every year, sometimes two or three times. It could even be like you know, the hurricane is picking up uh, out of the garbage dumps. And yeah, that's along true. Along the coast, and then dogs are so light and uh -huh, they float, they float you know, The rest yeah. of the stuff either gets it breaks down or it, or it sinks. Or something but these dolls are light enough to float and be noticed so yeah there's there's a number of different ways they could get into the ocean but yeah the fascinating part is seeing what months and maybe years floating in the ocean has, has done 
to the to the doll itself. That's true. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net, your one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Facebook and all Two that. Two you know, and a crash cart will be right back. I mean, what really, I mean, really, what a piece of shit, right? It's, it, boy, it has turned into that, hasn't it? it? Yeah, I mean, it was actually designed as a pretty good idea, you know, because uh, I can keep up with my friends uh, or family even, you know. I keep up with my family in uh, yeah. um, Germany, Canada. Greece. I yeah, mean, the, um, it was originally supposed to be something for cl- uh, people who went to school together. Yeah. Or like childhood friends or whatever, and you spread around the country, around the globe. That way, this is a way to keep keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. I mean, it got hijacked by idiots, and now the the <laughs> creator is a fucking megalomaniac, just a yeah. complete douchebag. I mean, not a good douchebag like us. I mean, he's just, he's one of those guys on South Park that smell their own farts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I don't even think he farts. I don't even think that guy's real. What a piece of shit. Anyhow, I can't stand Zuckerberg, like most people. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to, to like about him. Yeah, he's the kind of guy I could, like, club to death, and then I'd bring him back to life and club him to death again, yeah. and then bring him back to life and club him to death again, just because it felt so good to kill the piece of shit. Yeah. I would never do this. This is all... <coughs> You know, just it's satire. This is entertainment, people. Yeah, this is hot talk satirization. Yes. If you want to put a label on it, so anybody out there like the haters, I'm getting ready to talk about. Calm the fuck down. You ain't getting nothing here. (laughs) Fucking ball sacks. If we actually go back in your holes. If we actually ever ever follow through on half the stuff we did, I'd I'd be really surprised. Oh, oh, sure. Half the stuff we said we would do. Number one, we'd have to write it all down, which we don't. No, no, we don't. And, and then half the time, I lose it. So, I mean, it'd never get done, let's face it. But anyhow, all this is just satirization, just hot talk bullshit, okay? Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg, piece of shit. Curb stomping, be fun. Yeah, watch his fucking little fucking nipple horn teeth go flying every which way. He's Zuckerberg. Come over here. I want to recreate a scene from American History X. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, you know, uh, there's these faders, uh, these uh, haters on Facebook, right? And anyhow, I, you know, I've known this, but at first I, I kind of didn't, you know. So you know, I started Facebook back in 2009, you know. Wow, you started Facebook? Awesome. Yeah, or Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started on oh, Facebook. Thank, oh, no, okay. thank you, actually, because it did sound, it did sound yeah, like so yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg stole it from me. Yeah. That son of a bitch. No, I joined. <laughs> I joined Facebook back in two thousand nine. You know, uh, um, then soon after I joined, you know, my immediate friends, you know, were like, you know, already mm-hmm. knew them. Bing, Bing, Bing. They're here. Hey, they're here, and they were already suggested for me because we have mutual friends. So I started adding them, and then after that, you know, 
at the time it was kind of ancillary people that were you know oh, did I yeah I met them a couple times down there mm-hmm. you know I don't know maybe I should send them a request not you know yeah, kind of get them friends of friends and some yeah and it's like I don't know you know people at work and, yeah so yeah. now I don't know how many fucking people I have on mine I don't know three billion something I don't <laughs> yeah. know so anyhow and you hear from like five of them yes <laughs> you know I, I noticed quickly you know soon after that a few people that I really didn't like, you know, grew up with a lot of them or whatever, met them somewhere or something, and you could tell, you know, I didn't like them, they didn't like me, we just didn't mesh, whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, they they friend request me, and, you know, my first thought was like, you know, we never really did like each other, you were a tool bag to me or whatever, or, or, you know, always a smart ass or something. Yeah, you kind of wonder why are you so anxious yeah, to be it, my friend? But yeah, on the other like, hand, it's kind of flattering, too. It's like, yeah, well, maybe bygones or... Yeah, you know. it's like maybe they're trying to get to know me, you know? Yeah. So I add them, okay? So uh, anyhow, you know, I went ahead and accepted the friend request, you know? But um, if, after that, you know, I'm waiting for this reassurance that they're trying to be a friend, you know? Like, uh, you know, I could have beaten cancer or won the lottery, and i just get crickets from these fucks. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, it's like... You guys, you know, come in my world and friend request me. And then, you know, I got this great shit going on, and it doesn't seem like you give a shit, and I'm pretty sure you don't. Yeah. So, you know... Unless and, they got a multi-level marketing scheme they want you yeah. to buy into. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the other thing I was waiting for. Hey, you want to sell your house? I'm the guy, you know. And so, you know, and I almost did one of those fucking attention-seeking deals, you know, where you like... Uh, Hey, if you're my true friend, you'll comment here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, otherwise, I'm going to delete you. I'm doing a little spring cleaning and all that, and blah, <laughs> fucking blah, you know, and all that Cry stuff. for attention. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, most of the time on those, I'd just be like, yeah, here, hang on. Let me help you out. Click. There you go. <laughs> Let me delete myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll show myself the door. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, anyhow, you know. And, and, then, uh, and then as it keeps going on, I start noticing this little fucking tattletale culture that we got going now, especially yeah. fake book, it's really gotten bad. So, you know, I tease with good friends of mine, like Michelle always, you know, threatening to kick her in the mud button, or, <laughs> you know, or shove something up, you know, up her ass, you know, or shove that whole fucking whatever up your ass and... You know, Beat you and, like a rented mule. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and all of this is, once again, satire. Yes. Just bullshit. Yeah. Never do it, never even think about doing it in real life. But it's funny to put on, you know, yeah. to put on the net. And it's like Ryan Reynolds and his wife continually trash each other on social media because it's funny. And yes. They don't mean anything by it. They're both in on it. Yeah, the same thing. So yeah. someone like me and Michelle so. or someone like that, um, it, we're both in on it. You know, and then she say something back like, oh, you're a delusional old man or whatever, yeah. you know, take your meds, shit like that, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, and people read her like, ah, oh, hey, hey, come here, honey. Look, they're at each other again, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's just fun. So uh, then, you know, at first, every now and then I'd get a little fucking note from Facebook. Hey, we see you're being a bully. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to smack your hand. So now it's like to where I can't even put a little bit of an offhand joke on there. They'll either give me a warning or put me in Facebook jail. Now the thing is, is I don't give a flying fuck about Facebook jail. 
I, I don't care. I hate Facebook. But the problem is, is this right here. I need to keep up with my family overseas and in Canada and all this. And also um, promote stuff like this podcast on here. So I kind of really need it now more than I ever did. It's useful. It yeah, it's uses. useful. Yeah. So I kind of got to play this little <laughs> fucking game that Facebook does where these little snitches take and go. And, and I know there's about ten of them. I know who they are, and they're probably listening to this right now, so yeah. fuck you. And anyhow, but the thing I want to say is, I kind of had a little moment of clarity of why, of why I kept them around. Mm. And it's really, it's kind of more of an ego thing than anything else. Yeah. And what it is, is I know that these little fucking trolls, you know, I control them. <laughs> because I, I used to put up stuff I know that would drive them nuts, but... Then again, they couldn't show that I could bother them because they're too busy trying to out-cool me or whatever their little game is, so they don't answer. So I'll say some stuff that I know that, that would bother them, and I would aim it directly at them. And anyhow, you know, and then some of them would answer, would say something on their own feed, uh -huh. but not say who it was about. Uh, and I know it's about me, so I get a little warm feeling in my tummy. Like, all right, look at this douchebag. <laughs> I got, got a, under their skin. You've got a summer home in their head. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I realized that the only reason I have these little fucking trolls on my account at all <coughs> is so I can completely piss them off. And I think it's funny and it's amusing. But now as life goes on and I'm busy and I don't really have enough time for it, you know, I don't know if I want to keep them or not. Yeah. And, and you know, so douchebags, it's like this: if you guys look up and I'm off of your, uh, uh, you know, you don't see me anywhere, don't bother looking me up because you're blocked. Yeah. And, and anyhow, I know who you all are, and I think you're pathetic little pieces of shit, <laughs> and always have. Yes. But uh, here's the deal: it's not fun anymore. That's the key. But the other, on the other <laughs> hand, is you know. I go on all these vacations and have all these great pictures and stuff. I love my life. I love my job. Everything's going great. You know, nice so coffee service. I want you to look at that and I want it to burn your asshole up. <laughs> so, so if you're still on there and I don't delete you, I know that your asshole is burning up because I'm doing so well. And it's fucking awesome. So, you know, eat a bowl of shit. <laughs> And, and don't die. And that's the thing. Is Eat shit and live. Yes. That way you can continue to be miserable and you have to taste of shit in your mouth. <clears throat> that's, you know, that's the key. As soon as they lose their entertainment value, they're just not worth any yeah, more yeah. time. Yeah, it's like, they what, really aren't. what the fuck do I care now? Yeah. yeah. Need a refill on your coffee there? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, look at that. Hell yeah. I'm stirring it with my penis. <clears throat> Good thing you got a real tall mug of coffee. Yeah, there. that's right. Real tall. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Christopher. It's like the, the two guys. It's a uh, shot glass. <laughs> it's like the two guys peeing off of a railroad bridge. And one guy says the other, it's like, yeah, that water down there is a little cold, isn't it? And the other guy goes, yeah, it's deep, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, but you know, Mister Mister <laughs> Creepy already told us all about meat gazers. Yes, so well, well, Mister Creepy did acknowledge that it's perfectly natural to meat gaze. To meat gaze. Yes. I mean, I I wouldn't do it over. I think there's got to be like a, a 
probably a three-second rule, don't you think? Yeah, there might be like a three-second rule. You, or, you take at first glance and you just act like you're looking at yeah. your shoes or something, but you take a little gander. And, you know, and sometimes, you, like I said, you know, like Mr. Mr. Creepy said was this right here, you know. Sometimes their penis does not match them, you know, yeah. like this huge guy and he's got this little thimble dick, you know. Or if you see something really unusual that you've never seen like before. Like a huge meaty shaft and a fucking, and, and a little bitty fucking pop bottle of fucking head or, or like something. a bizarre twist, an odd yeah. color, yeah. you know. Crazy peronies, you know, so, uh, yeah. Clever tattoo, you know. Those yeah. buy you some Excessive extra seconds hair. Yeah. of meat gazing before, the, before a person can reasonably feel uncomfortable and say, hey. Yeah, yeah. But, some you know, of them look like they have buckwheat in a fucking leg lock, yeah. and some people are like smooth, you know. Just, <laughs> you know, yeah, when when your meat gazing approaches Joe Buck levels, that, uh, no, that's, no, no, no. that's yeah, what Mr. Yeah. Mr. Creepy was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So Joe Buck is one of those guys that wants to. Well, he's perplexed because he does not have a dick. Yeah, that's true. He's like a Ken doll, I imagine. Yeah, he's just yeah. a smooth. Yeah, he, he very obviously has no balls. Oh, no. Probably no, has no, no dick either. Probably he probably just, also pronounces schedule wrong. Schedule. Yes. Yeah. That's probably it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Buck is next on my list for an ass paddling in this yeah. yeah. But yet, when you talking about your Facebook snitches, that, that reminded me, you get that with um, homeowners associations a lot. People who alert and come around and say hi, how you doing? And they're peeking in your backyard. Oh, is that a new flower bed you got there? Uh, oh, yeah. They're they're snooping for building Those permits. Are beautiful petunias. Or, or they'll just they'll, they'll call the city and have so the inspector come So how long did that take, Christopher, to get your permit on that? Yeah. Did you call one eight hundred dig right? <laughs> and when I was delivering mail. There were a lot of people like that, you know, home, home camera, audio uh, audio recording, especially video recording, just security cameras, was uh, very popular. Um, mm -hmm. And so a lot of more motion activated. So it became a smart way to work to just figure wherever I go, whatever I do while I'm out here on the route, somebody's watching me or somebody's going to watch the video later. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I was intending to get away with anything. But at the same time, having that knowledge that there's a virtual boss hanging over your shoulder or a virtual customer hanging over your shoulder who sometimes doesn't have anything better to do than fuck with the mailman <clears throat> and they wait for you to do the slightest thing wrong and then they call in and inflate it way out of proportion just because they're bored or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I've never understood that going for someone's job deal. Yeah. What kind of a psychopath wants to get someone fired? Uh, yeah. You may not personally like the guy, but do you not want him and his family to eat? Do you want him out on the street for real? Yeah. What kind of a really piece of shit person would ever want that for anybody? And, you know, the, the easiest way I found to close that down was just, just reply, well, my union is going to have something to say about that. They're yeah. going to get you fired. Well, my union's going to have something to say about that. And then they'd shut up because most people that I've delivered to were either union or knew someone who's union or their dad was union or, or whatever. It was, it was fairly you know, union-friendly environment, generally speaking. The guy I work with killed three people and he still has his job. Because the union got him off. So, yeah, yeah once, once I explained to him. He strangled an eight-year-old. 
And it, it does two things. Number one, it says, okay, I'm not helpless. I've got a whole union to back me up, so watch yeah. the wild threats. And number two, it says, I'm just like you, man. I'm a, I'm a union guy going to work, earning his, his paycheck, getting his benefits, and going home at the end of the day, and that's really well, all I want to do. And if they really true believe in the union brethren, mm -hmm. they'd leave you the hell alone. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, they're supposed to be this union brethren, and I've been in a union. Yep. Uh, for a long time, and uh, I mean, I'm not now, and, and anyhow, you know, that uh, she metal number two, they, they can pretty much blow me, you know. <laughs> well, I'm uh, NALC branch 499, I'm retired, but I'm still in the union, and I intend to stay that way, so every uh, every carrier who comes to my door is my postal homie. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> if they need a drink of water, need to come in and pee, uh, uh, they're more than welcome. Okay, cool. Well, half the fucks in metal number two, fuck you. <laughs> They'll never come to my house to piss. You're not going to like what you see. Yeah. But any, but anyhow, no, if they really believed in the Union brother and like they push, mm -hmm. they leave you the hell alone. Yeah. And, you know, to a, to a large degree, um, I remember a, a lot of times working, uh, it, was, it was extremely rare for Union members to uh, ever side against each other yes. in favor of management. I mean, we would always have disagreements among members because you know, not everything's always fair or even etc. But when the bosses came by and wanted to know what was going on, it was always nothing, it's fine, no problem. And, yeah. you know, if I saw someone screwing up really bad or doing something that was, you know, going to affect my job and, and stuff, you know, I'd go and talk to them myself. Mm -hmm. Or I'd talk to the union steward. And, and it's like, you know, I, I don't want to get this guy in trouble, or girl, or whoever. <clears throat> and so, and, and maybe what they were doing was, you know, authorized or sanctioned or whatever, I didn't know. But the worst thing I could have done was run right to management and blow the whole thing wide open. Because even if everything was already taken care of, sometimes that makes people have to recognize and deal with something that they'd rather just forget. Yeah. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. It's like, you know, do you tell your best friend that his spouse is cheating on him? Well, if you do, then they're forced to deal with it right then. Maybe they already know and they just don't want to deal with it, and they're going to hate you for making a deal with it. So that was kind of the attitude I took. Yeah. It's like, if I run to management, then everybody's got to deal with it, and it's all because... Well, I, but if I go to the steward and say, hey, this guy's screwing up, he's going to get himself in trouble, and it's messing with me, can you talk to him? If you have a strong steward, you have a strong steward that is actually for the people and not in there because of management, like what I had. Mm -hmm. Then you're okay. Yeah. But the steward I had was basically just a worthless fuck. Yeah, I, I had worthless good, bag of fat with a mouth. I had good union stewards my whole career. Um, okay, and we had one union president that wasn't all that great. <laughs> oh God, that was the norm with what I was what I was winged on. Yeah. It was uh, the the presidents were the guys you seen when their election was coming up and they'd have beer in the back of their truck. Yeah. And they call everybody out there and go, Vote for fucking Phil. He's the guy <laughs> and he come out and pat you on the back. Hey, how you doing there, Billy? And I'm like, I'm Mark. <laughs> uh, oh no, yeah, oh I I meant Mark. You know, yeah. like one of them thought my name was fucking Cliff or something, and they kept calling me that. And, and anyhow, it's like no matter how many times I corrected them and told them I was Mark, didn't fucking matter. 
Anyhow, yeah. the only time we saw the presidents and the business reps was really when it was election time. And another thing I really fucking hated about the unions is they would come out and they would tell you, hey man, you need to vote for this guy. He's in our pocket. I'm like, well, I don't like that piece of shit because of the reasons you just mentioned. You paid a lot of money through your dues to get this guy, so you better... If a 10-pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. If, if you, you enjoy, enjoy two douchebags and a microphone, you'll, you'll definitely, definitely enjoy a shovel to the head. head. go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.